your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. A lot going on today, everywhere, <laughs> locally, federally, even in the city. If you guys want to get in here, 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. I should open that. It's being silly right now. There we go. Yesterday we had the mayor on. We covered a lot of ground for the the short time that he's in here. I thought it was pretty productive. If you guys want to go back and listen to it, it's probably worth it if you live in the city and want to know about quite a few issues from anything from like picking up the leaves <laughs> to the lacrosse center. Uh, we covered a lot of ground. Even the stop signs wrong around Longfellow Middle School, which is a point of contention right now. Number three called in yesterday, said that he he kind of almost yelled at the mayor for the kids not getting their stop signs by Longfellow Middle, Middle School. This was an issue last year. The, the kids went to, I believe, a public works meeting and made a proposal that they wanted stop signs there because it's kind of dangerous to cross the streets around the school. And number three called in yesterday, asked the mayor, why haven't there been stop signs put in? And the mayor's like, there have. And number three was like, not enough. Uh, Gary Podesky called me before the show today. He's at a meeting at the library, city council member, Gary Podesky. But he, he, so he couldn't come on today. He's probably going to come on tomorrow. We can talk more about stop sign gate. Uh, that doesn't work, does it? Stop sign gate, if you know what I'm doing there. Uh, but Gary did talk to me a little bit about this issue and there are stop signs by Longfellow Middle School. Sometimes you might not see them because the buses are big and the stop signs get overshadowed by the buses. But the city did put in new stop signs at 19th or uh, 20th and Redfield and 20th and Denton. So I believe there's four-way stop signs there. The kids did get their stop signs. We call number three said yesterday, fake news. When he yelled at the mayor for the stop signs not getting in, the mayor's like, I think we did that. But the mayor didn't want to say that they did and then go over there and be like, nope, we didn't. So he was, I'll just check into it and get back to you. Uh, but there we go. We've cleared the air. There are stop signs along Longfellow Middle School, like the kids asked. It's kind of a cool thing when the kids go to the city government with a proposal and this is what we want and this is why we want it. And it would be a story if the city ignored that. The city didn't ignore it. So I thought that was cool, and and up until number three said that they didn't, it didn't happen. That's twice now. Number three, you've called in and and said the city is is doing something or not doing something, and in fact, you were wrong. I'm sorry to call you out, but that's what I'm doing. Uh, there's something else the city is doing. I thought was pretty interesting. I haven't gone over to see exactly. Where this is going on. But this is a road that I drive on. It's a back, it's kind of a quote unquote back road. You know, you can drive along State Street, Main Street. I go on King Street. So I go to the Y often and that's kind of the way I go when I come from home. And it appears that the city is building traffic circles on King Street. 
between 8th and 11th streets. I love roundabouts. Uh, traffic circles, I, I think there's a difference. I was arguing with Brad that there's not, there is a difference, and he said that there's not. But I think that there is a difference between traffic circles and roundabouts. In my head, anyway, I guess I, should, I could like literally look this up. But uh, number three is on, on, the, on the phone now. Hey, number three. You're on. I think there's a difference. I was arguing. I should drive over there there right now. (laughs) Number three, you're on. Okay, he's not listening. He's just mad that I'm yelling at him. Okay, well, you were on. (laughs) You could drive over there and and tell me that the stop signs aren't there. But Gary Podesky said the stop signs are there. And if he's wrong, he'll be the first to admit that he's wrong. So if you want to drive over there. We heard number three there, not listening to his phone, but listening to the radio. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it appears that the the city is going to put in a couple of traffic circles. Now they put what they put a roundabout in on Cass Street a few years ago, and I love that one because it just it makes the flow nicer. And if they put another one before that quick trip, it'd be even better because then there's no stoplights there. Kind of think stoplights are foolish. They should put a big roundabout right off the bridges. Just make both bridges on and off. You know, going over the Mississippi River, just make that a giant roundabout. Make it a block wide. Have it go all the way around whatever's right across the road from the bridges. I'm all for roundabouts. I don't know if I'm for traffic circles that are in on these like back roads, though, that like just these, you know, where there you don't even need stop signs, uncontrolled intersections, those roads. I'm not really sure we need little traffic circles there. I mean, you could just put a couple of cones in the middle there, and it'd be fine. All right, we're going to try this again. You there? I'm here. All right, go ahead. Well, I'll tell you, Sunday night I was over to Longfellow, and in the main door where you walk out of Longfellow, there's only two stop signs. Now, I'm going to get in my car, and I'm going to drive over there, Okay, well, Pedes- I'm going to call you back. Okay, Podesky said there are two stop signs, so not a four-way stop sign, but a f- not a four-way intersection, but a f- two-way intersection, a two-way stop sign intersection at 19th and Denton Street, okay. going east and west. That's the way it's always been. From the way a little girl told me, she wanted four-way stops in front of the main door at Longfellow. Okay, well, there's there's stop there's four ways at 20th and Redfield and 20th and Denton. So I don't know where the front is and. How long ago did you talk to this little girl? About two weeks ago. Okay. And then I was over there a couple times, and there was no stop signs where she wanted them. I'm going to drive over there, and I'll call you. Okay. So, well, all right. All right. Well, you could do. You could uh, if you're going to make a special trip. I mean, you don't have to for me, but I'm going to make a special trip. All right. And I'll call you on my wife's cell phone because I don't have a cell phone. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Okay. Yep. Ten four. All right, we'll, we'll uh, more on Longfellow Gate. How about that stop sign gate uh, later? <laughs> Number three, I'll listen to, listen on his way over there, and he's going to find out that there's a two way intersection at 19th and Denton. The stop signs are going east and west there. At Redfield, there's a four way. At Denton and 20th, there's a four way. So, could the little 12 year old girl be mistaken as to where exactly they propose stop signs? That couldn't be right. A uh, couple other things. There's a lot going on. <laughs> the state, the state of Wisconsin's the, the legislature did, did a lot of stuff, and it was it's kind of funny just running down the uh, 
the headlines. I think I'm going to do that in a minute. Uh, first, we're going to get to news. We'll be back right here on Wisdom. You want to call in, give me your opinions on whether or not you like roundabouts or traffic circles. I am all for roundabouts or traffic circles in the right spot. There's one just coming off the, just, you know, off 4th Street, 5th Street. I think it's 5th Street. 5th and Cass. There's one there. No, there's one not there. 6th and Cass, I believe it is. There could be one at 5th and Cass, too, as well. There was a traffic circle there instead of that stoplight by the uh, co-op and quick trip. Be great. There's one to block up. That one's nice. The ones going to Holman, uh, those are okay. I guess I don't really remember. Were there stoplights there? I guess it's hard to turn left sometimes. Those aren't bad. But the city is going to put some on King Street, which I think is a little goofy because you just can go right from the downtown area, you know, 4th, 5th Street. 5th Street, I think. You can go 5th Street all the way to West Avenue without stopping on King Street. And now you're going to hit these little, like, little cement circles in the middle of the intersection three times. I believe it's three times. I think they're putting three of them in on King Street between 8th and 11th Street, according to a story I saw earlier. Actually, it was last week, I think. I haven't, draw, I haven't driven that way, although I have driven that way, and once you get to the Y, you got to turn left or right because that road's closed. So obviously they're putting one in there. So that would be like 11th Street, I believe. Not such a big fan of of traffic circles in in uh, areas where traffic isn't very heavy. If you wanted to put, what about traffic circles going uh, down to the south side, down the main drag, where all the stores are? What if we put traffic circles there instead of all the all the stoplights? I would be I would be I think I would be in favor of those. The speed limit's forty miles an hour there though, so put really big traffic circles in so you don't have to slow down too too much, right? Uh, state legislature is pretty busy today, and the headlines are are all over the place. It's, it's it's almost like I saw a story too that Wisconsin has a full time legislature, and uh, see if we can pull it up here. I think I of course I closed it. Wisconsin has a full time state legislature, but they're one of the smallest states, and. Um, I thought this was funny, too. So if you go down the headlines of the AP Wire today, this is how it reads. Wisconsin GOP to let disabled Democratic lawmaker call in. So that's one headline. It's just the lawmaker. He's paralyzed. Sometimes the uh, you know nursing assistant that, that helps him get around isn't always to, <laughs> around to, to get that lawmaker to committee meetings. So God forbid he be able to call in to the meetings like what's the big deal i'm sure he could like conference call in uh so that was a that's been a kind of a fight in in the uh state government for for a while but they're gonna let him the gop is gonna let him call in according to this headline gop state senator running for congress stand by donald trump uh wisconsin gop backs f-35s in madison madison despite noise concerns Wisconsin Senate okays wetland impact credit changes. Wisconsin Senate passes sexual assault kit protocols. Wisconsin Senate okays bill to combat Lyme's disease. Lyme disease, not Lyme's. Lyme disease. Wisconsin Senate approves insurance for police survivors. Wisconsin's growing hemp industry to get boost under bill. Wisconsin Senate okays bill allowing kids to run lemonade stands. 
Wisconsin Senate confirms five of Evers' cabinet secretaries. Wisconsin Senate approves bill making bestiality a felony. So those are all... Those all went uh, through today. So are they done? Are they done for the year? The Wisconsin legislature... <laughs> looks like they did a lot of stuff today, but then, uh, you know, if you go on our website, and these could be two different things, but... Um, we have a, uh, the headline reads Democrats frustrated with lack of legislative meetings. So, Wisconsin Democrats want these issues heard prescription drugs, education, clean water, and a series of press conferences held throughout the state. Democratic legislators promoted Forward Together, a list of legislative priorities that reflect what they believe to be the will of the people in Wisconsin. So some of these things in the in the flyer, if you want to check this out, it's an interesting story on wisdomnews.com. In the flyer, forward together, some of the things they wanted to talk about or to pass, affordable health care, quality schools, clean water, financial security, hometown success, justice reform, safe communities, and democracy for all. So Jennifer Schilling, Jill Billings, Steve Doyle all delivered statements in a press conference yesterday. Uh, Schilling stated they cannot get to work because Republicans control the legislature. She said, uh, it is clear that they are trying to run out the clock and slow play the Democratic administration. So meanwhile, we're, uh, (laughs) we're passing other things like making bestiality a felony. And allowing the F-35s to stay in Madison despite noise concerns. And allowing a Democratic lawmaker to call in because he's paralyzed. Like, we got to have that fight. <laughs> like, we're fighting about everything in, this, in state government. And locally, we're fighting about stop signs at Longfellow Middle, Middle School. Never ends. The fighting has trickled down to local governments as well, apparently. No, I'm just kidding. It actually hasn't. Just the fight between number three and a 12-year-old girl and versus Gary Podesky and the mayor. He's going to call back. Number three, adamant that there aren't enough stop signs around Longfellow Middle School. He's on his way over to that school to double-check where the stop signs are because the 12-year-old said they're not in the right spot. Gary Podesky talked to me before the show. He said, there's four-way stop signs at two intersections at Redfield and Denton on 20th Street. Because the kids didn't feel safe crossing the street there. (laughs) Always something. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Uh, I read a story about Amtrak uh, during the news, and they might just go to buses. I thought that was funny. And uh, I actually had this conversation over the weekend about high-speed rail. So I think I want to like explore that a little bit and, and just and as a, along with my venting about putting uh, traffic circles on King Street, which was a nice way to get from one end of town to the other until now. When they're putting traffic circles up, I guess I'll go back to driving on Main Street or State Street. Uh, how about we rail about rail when we come back? 
after Scott's comment and the news on Wisdom. Number three is back from his trip to Longfellow. He's going to call in here in a minute. We'll give give us an update on the uh, stop sign situation. Uh, You just heard Drew on the news. This is something I had, I I wanted to get to with the Donald Trump and Minneapolis fight. I thought it was pretty interesting that Minneapolis is giving them the Trump organization, whatever you want to call it, a bill for security for using the Target Center. I think the bill was $530,000. They wanted that up front. Donald Trump's campaign said it's uh, threatened a lawsuit over the city's uh, effort to recover the $530,000 in security costs. If you're going to go to a place and use the building and, you know, have to use that city's resources, should you not pay up front? Shouldn't that be a thing? Like, if I want to rent out the lacrosse center for something, I got to pay the lacrosse center, right? And then if this thing is going to be something like that, a Trump rally, the city's going to have to bring in overtime officers and, and whatnot and have to have an added security cost, which, you know, in these cases, the the Trump people would be responsible for. I guess maybe us as the taxpayer are responsible for. Maybe I guess the Trump organization would be responsible ultimately. But uh, that's not happening. Trump's not, they're not paying up front apparently. Uh, In Duluth, that rally cost Duluth $69,000 according to a data request and still haven't paid that Rochester sent Trump a bill for more than $90,000 for local costs of the campaign rally that we had last October. So a year ago, I think I was there. Yeah, I believe I was there and we were doing live reports. Uh, we were talking to, I remember talking to a guy that just had like an RV full of Trump gear and he was parked right in the middle of the street. <laughs> like, like right. The, so the, the rally's on one block. He's on the next block where everyone's waiting in line. And he's just he's got an RV, and it's parked right in the middle of the main street. That street's obviously blocked off, but everyone's in line to get into this rally. And, and here's this guy with this RV selling Trump flags and T-shirts and whatnot. You just got to wonder, like, how did you get this spot? And all this stuff was ridiculous, ridiculously priced, like, I don't know why anyone would buy any of that stuff at that point, but I guess. And that's all the, you know, as you're walking in, that's it was up and down, up and down the road, vendors selling Trump mega hats and, and whatnot. It was kind of interesting. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. We're going to go with the phones. Number three, you're there. Uh, this is a live report in front of Longfellow School. Okay. Ethan Denton, there is. Oh, stop signs. There's two stop signs, but I, the girls wanted a four-way stop. You think they wanted a four-way stop there and not at 20th Street? There's a four-way stop at 20th Street, correct, but there isn't one right in front of the school. Okay. That's where they told me they wanted it because that's where all the buses and that come in here. I'm parked in the blue line right now. I hope a cop don't come by and give me a ticket. Well, turn your hazards on. 
Oh, I don't know where they are. My wife got a new car, and I don't know where to find a hazard. But, oh, but anyway, well, I'm here. And also, and be, be careful because, you know, tr- the cross traffic isn't stopping there. I know they're not. <laughs> okay, fact, so are you. This town is so cheap, they can't even put up a sign that tells you where you are. Somebody stole it. Oh, well, is that the town's fault or the person that's. Well, I guess the town's cheap because people got to steal uh, signs off the road. I, I told I told the city boys one time so those signs don't get stolen to weld them on there. Get a spot welder out there and they won't steal them. But they don't listen to me. Well, then they got to buy a welder and get a welder on sale. They got, a, they got a welder on the portable truck, a portable welder. They could just jump on a step ladder and forget it. <laughs> but there's no four-way stop here. Look, oh. the UPS truck stop. He's a good guy. Yeah, well, I, I think I, I think I got uh, traffic home now. All right, thanks a lot. Keep your powder, keep your powder dry. All right, number three, calling from his wife's cell phone at Longfellow Middle School, reporting that a 12-year-old wanted stop signs at 19th and Denton Street to make that a four-way intersection. That is not a four-way intersection, but the city did put up stop signs to make 20th and Redfield and 20th and Denton Street four-way intersections. So either the city got it wrong or a 12-year-old got it wrong. You be the judge. Gary Podesky is in a meeting right now, but he will. we will get to the bottom of this tomorrow. He said he'll call. To, he'll come in or call tomorrow, and, and we can get to the bottom of this. Uh, Texter says, doesn't the city of La Crosse have a history of previous presidential campaigns trying to stiff the city? This is not unique. I wish we would have talked about this yesterday with the mayor because the mayor would have probably known that maybe. Um, we did cover a lot of stuff yesterday, though. I don't know, even know if we would have got time to uh, Trump talk about Trump rallies. It would have been probably a conversation off the air. <laughs> um, it's interesting, though. Uh, Let's see, Libertarian guys, Texas, okay. He says, number three is correct. I have one child who still attends Longfellow. The busiest corner is Denton and 19th Street. That's where the front entrance is, where a number of parents dropping off and picking up their students. It's very dangerous. He, we have been requesting stop signs well over a year, and the city seems to be ignoring it. The city got it wrong. All right, pretty interesting. So the city put stop signs up at the wrong block, apparently, because Gary called me before the show and he said there the stop signs are pretty new uh at 19th and Denton or at 20th and Redfield and 20th and Denton so um maybe the 12 year old was right imagine that I'll go back to the phones uh who's this this is Jim I'll hey, tell Jim. you what number three keeps it up the damn city's gonna put a roundabout down there on Denton Street <laughs> we don't need another one <laughs> the, city, the city's gonna put a roundabout in front of number three's house well, yeah, they'll probably do that, too. That would really make him happy. <laughs> <laughs> I understand where he's coming from, though. Because I'll tell you what, these roundabouts and bump-outs and all this crap that they're putting in, I, I, okay, I'm against what you you love them. Hayes I, loves them. I think they suck. I think they're ridiculous. I think they're a waste of tax dollars. First of all, we've got what big events down at Riverside Park? We've got the Rotary Lights. We've got Riverfest. We have Moon Tunes and other events that take place down there. And that road has been so bad for how many years? And I've complained about it for the last three years on the radio, and nothing's getting done. Try riding one of those buggies around that thing with the horse, the horse-drawn carriage during the Rotary Lights. 
it's absolutely miserable. Well, maybe the horse drawn maybe the horse drawn carriage needs to get better suspension. Oh, come on now! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're in a horse drawn carriage, you're going to expect a bumpy ride. That's part of the nostalgia. Well, but we, we've been around there in cars too every year. We do both. Are you saying we like the Riverside once, Park? Come back another night and do a carriage. Are you saying like the park, the road that is Riverside Park? That road around there is bad. The, the road that goes around there on the, on the east side is terrible. Okay. It's absolutely terrible. And then how many other roads are terrible around here? And they keep putting in. Now, how would you like to be a snowplow driver? Well, and, I and feel have like. All these bump outs and stuff. If the east side of Riverside Park road's so bad, you know, we were going to put a lacrosse center right there. That would have been taking care of the whole problem. That would have worked. They could have put a. You know, the road could have went right underneath the lacrosse center. It could have been, you know, people wouldn't have had to walk in the rain. I would have worked out. <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, like I say, try to be a, a snowplow driver or, or a big semi-driver. Now, I've got a 31-foot concession trailer and a 23-foot a truck. Try pulling that to an auction and, and get stuck in a roundabout area where you can't turn left until you get two miles down. I think that's on, like, 23rd Street. That happened to us last year. It, them roundabouts where they got them in these little neighborhoods are stupid. Yeah, I don't, I don't like them there. I don't mind the one on Cass Street. We don't like that one because every time we've been there, somebody has stopped in front of us, or we've had to stop because it, it, there's so much traffic going through, and and the, the flow is not like. And we've been there different times in the last month, going back and forth to the hospital, uh, the clinic, and stuff. Um, the one on Sand Lake Road isn't so bad. The one on 53, 35, whatever, isn't mm-hmm. so bad. Um, but but right in town, I think they're ridiculous. And yeah. I think they should put their money in, in a more sensible place than, than something like that. And the bump outs, I think, are the dumbest thing. Because I think of the cars that got to park there, and the snow plows, the buses, and when the fire trucks got to come around the corner, they got to swerve way out to get around that bump out. I, I just I don't know who designed them and what they're thinking, and maybe I'm the only person well, the, that thinks about it. The, I think the bump not. outs are inexcusable, and even the the mayor it goes all the way up to like saying, "Whoops, we messed up there." Like he can't really say that, but he's like, you know, the next time we redo a road, we'll think about like how we're gonna, you know. So he does everything except say, "Yeah, the bump outs are awful." He can't really say that. It's it's done. It's a done deal. That's that's how we're gonna live with it. Cast Street bump outs are are silly, but. Um, we all, I, everyone in the world knows that. I've been complaining about them for a year and a half, and I've talked to firemen about it. That that I think they're ridiculous. Now they've known this for a year and a half, and they still keep going on doing them. Well, I don't think now, they're putting out. Why, I don't think they're putting bump outs out like Castry. They are putting bump outs out in different areas, but um, yeah, I don't know. The bump outs seem seem a little bit funny because in other places the whole point of a bump out is so pedestrians are able to walk across the road safer but if you go in other parts of town and even like other cities you'll just see people put a little pedestrian sign in the middle of the road like hey watch out for pedestrians here so it seems like a cheaper alternative i've come to find out in this city and i've lived here all my life that it doesn't matter how many people are against something or for something that the few people that are on the board and the few people running the city, they're going to do what they want and they help with the rest of us. I've found that out various times, and I think it's going to continue, and it's sad because, you know, I, I love this city, and I, you know, I've lived here all my life, and, and and I could go on and on about things. But I, I just think that they need to start listening to more people that have, that have input around here and, 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 and take it in, in, in um, you know, 
in good heart because a lot of people like number three. They've got they care about the city, and that's why they complain a lot because we are so upset with some of the things the way they're doing them. We want the city to be perfect. We want people to come here and say, "Wow, that's a great town." Oh, I had to deal with those roundabouts and those bump outs and and those bad roads. They're not going to come here again, you know. Yeah. All right, Jim. Thanks okay. for the call. You bet, Rick. Take right. care. See ya. All right. Yeah. Number three called in, said the uh, stop signs aren't in the right spot for Longfellow School, not in the front of the school where apparently the kids wanted them. The uh, Libertarian guy also texted in, said that's kind of where they wanted the stop signs. I'm going to go back and, and read a read a story that's about a year old about this. I found it. I'm going to read it. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to read this story. See. If there's wording in there, it says exactly where the stop signs wanted to be. We'll get to the bottom of this. We'll be back on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Still discussing the stop signs, of all things. All right, I found an old story from a different couple different sites. We had it. Other people had it. So a year ago in August, six seventh grade students went to the city and asked, made some requests about their, around their school. They took a survey of 200 students. In that survey, 72% said they feel unsafe crossing the street. 24% reported incidents of almost getting hit, hit by a car. They quote, uh, Tribune quoted one student, the most dangerous places are 20th and Denton and 20th and Redfield going east to west. The students recommended adding five school zone speed limit signs, including one on each corner surrounding the school. So five school zone speed limit signs. They also suggested adding stop signs going both ways at the intersections of 20th and Denton and 20th and Redfield streets. Seven permanent pedestrian crossing signs. They also requested three additional movable signs to go in the middle of the road like those little pedestrian signs that we talk about. Instead of always building these bump outs that are kind of annoying for everybody, especially if you're trying to get around someone turning and then you're like, oh, there's a bump out there. I have to wait for this person to turn left. Um, so according to uh, news stories, the kids requested putting stop signs at 20th and Redfield, 20th and Denton, making those four-way intersections. The city did that. So whether or not the, the whether or not the uh, kids now want, or the students now want, or the teachers now want, or the parents there now want stop signs at 19th Street in front of the school, that's not what they asked for. They asked for, according to this, they asked for stop signs at 20th and Redfield and 20th and Denton. They got those stop signs. They're up there right now. But now they want more stop signs. Why don't we just build a roundabout around the whole school? One big roundabout, like a track, around the entire school. We won't have to worry about it. Everyone will have to drive slowly around the school. We'll put a roundabout and bump outs into the roundabout. So you have to swerve in and out of, around all the bump outs. 608-785-7914, 608 785 the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Got a text here. Jim's right. I went to Milwaukee once. I won't go back. What a crappy town. Dan says. 
So which is Milwaukee a crappy town or is lacrosse a crappy town, Dan? You went to Milwaukee once. I won't go back. What a crappy town. And Jim was complaining that he's living lacrosse all his life and he loves lacrosse, but the city does what it wants without listening to its citizens, even though it appears that it listened to its young Longfellow middle school students in this regard. But maybe they want more stop signs. Who knows? Uh, we also talked about the uh, the Trump rally that's going to happen at the Target Center in Minneapolis on Thursday. Minneapolis mayor and Trump fighting on Twitter. You got to love this. You got to love this day and age of social media when the president of the United States and the mayor of Minneapolis can have it out on Twitter. Would be really nice to have those two in person, right? Like talking to each other. That would be an interesting conversation to have. To, 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 to watch, right? Like, how would they fight about that? Hey, we want uh, $530,000 up front in security costs if you're going to come to our, your rally at the Target Center. You stiff Duluth, $69,000 in security costs. You stiff Rochester, $90,000 in security costs last year. So we don't want to get stiffed a half million dollars. So if you pay for those up front, then we're good. And now the Trump administration, or I guess maybe the whatever whatever the entity is that holds Trump rallies, is suing. It is threatened to sue, threatened lawsuits. Everything is a threat to lawsuits. We're gonna do this. Nope, lawsuit. We threatened a lawsuit. Kind of a weird place we're at. Maybe we should just get rid of lawyers. I think that was a. I think the uh, I think I saw that in a Green Lantern movie where they the Green Lantern Corps actually got rid of lawyers. No, the punishment for a lawyer going DC Comics on you. The punishment if you defended someone in court and lost, the lawyer had to serve the same punishment as the person that they were defending. Should be kind of funny. Uh there's also a news story about Amtrak threatening to, not threatening, I guess, but like saying they might switch to uh, to busing people instead of going on the Amtrak itself, which seemed kind of funny. Amtrak turns into a Greyhound, I suppose. Uh, I just looked this up before the show because I, I kind of, and I kind of would probably maybe get into this a little bit, but when Walker was the governor, the Twin Cities or I guess Minnesota, and Illinois had talked about doing a high-speed rail, and, and Wisconsin were like, nope. And so that killed Minnesota and Illinois' ability to do a high-speed rail. And I just, I'm going to get into this maybe tomorrow a little bit, but if you want to take the Amtrak from Chicago, from here to Chicago, a round trip, maybe get on Friday, to get on this Friday and get home, each trip's going to take five hours, so you're better off driving. And uh, the value package is going to cost you $155. So you're not really saving money. I think it, it, I think you, it would be probably 155 bucks to drive your car. If you didn't have a car, it would be nice, but I don't even think you're going to pay that much of gas. Uh, you're also going to have your car, though. I suppose you'd have to pay for parking, but, I mean, whatever. And uh, the trip's no faster. So maybe we'll get into that tomorrow. Just, uh, you know, what, what, what would you guys be willing to pay to, to high-speed rail to Chicago? All right, that's going to do it for today. We'll see you guys tomorrow.